Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Kit. Welcome to Starry Time, where stars plus lines equal stories. This is episode three on our monthly constellation Andromeda, the Chain Lady. Last week, we reviewed and reconstellationed the myths of this constellation. In this episode, we share our favorite and least favorite occurrences of this month's constellation in pop culture, broadly defined. I'm happy to start out with my favorite is a British television science fiction drama from 1961, which is titled A for Andromeda. So in A for Andromeda, it's written by a cosmologist whose name is Fred Hoyle, who is actually Mm -hmm. the first astronomer scientist who came up with the term the Big Bang. Anyway, so this movie or this miniseries, A for Andromeda, involves first scientists receive an unknown code that they have Mm. to figure out. And then they eventually realize that the signal is, of course, coming from the Andromeda Nebula, and it's some sort of computer program. Mm -hmm. They eventually build the computer program, a.k.a. the machine, and it produces a cyborg clone of (laughs) Mm -hmm. one of the astronomers named Christine. Uh And And this creature gets loose. And they have to decide whether or not they should be killing this alien slash AI entity or whether or not, you know, this is something that they should uh, just, you know, live and let live. Long story short, um, a lot of them die. And... So this is not a, this is not a, you know, peaceful, sentient uh, cyborg robot AI. But yeah, no, mostly it reminded me just of the very Doctor Who early 60s BBC Mm. aesthetic. So that was my favorite. How about Mm. you? What was your favorite pop culture appearance of Andromeda? I want to, right off the gate, just say that I think we already talked about this, but if for some reason you didn't listen to the Myths and Brett Constellations um, episode, there is a book called Andromeda's Chains, Gender and Interpretation in Victorian Literature and Art by Adrian Munich. I'm like, does this count as pop culture? It's a, clearly a academic book applying feminist theory to the depictions of Andromeda, but that I just sort of had to like get out there as a, mm-hmm. a, a reference in pop culture that was very influential in terms of our learning about this, but also, um, you know, in case you, for some reason, inexplicably skipped that episode. Uh, and I, I wanted to mention it before I got started. You know, like I said, I had a lot of choices for favorites, but I think where I ended up deciding to come down on was a book called The Shadow of Perseus by Claire Haywood. And I just want to, it's basically like a reimagining of the Perseus mythology. And it's told through the women in his story. So his mother, Medusa, and Andromeda. And So this is from the book publisher, and this is just a small segment about what they mentioned about Andromeda. So it reads, Andromeda, when a harsh sandstorm threatens to destroy her nomadic desert tribe's way of life, Andromeda knows that a sacrifice will be required to appease the gods and end the storm. But Mm. when a forceful young Perseus interferes, Andromeda's life is set on an entirely new path. I mean, uh, release date, February 21st, 2023. 
So yeah, so I think that's going to be my favorite. So one of my backup favorites, and this kind of intersects with our interest in theme parks, but only indirectly, because there's an intersection we've learned through, you know, some of our other interests between theme parks and professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. WWE, there's an overlap there. I'm not sure that I sit in that intersection, but I know it exists. And I found while I was looking that there is a a professional wrestler and also Lucha Libre wrestler called Cassandro. And Cassandro also used to go by the stage name Andromeda. And I thought that was cool. Cassandro is also a out uh, gay person. And so, yeah, a, a gay wrestler who go to, went by Andromeda. I thought that was kind of cool. And It's amazing. And, yeah, I actually yeah. saw that they're making a biopic about oh. this wrestler. Uh, this is in the 80s too, right? So being out as a, a gay man at that point in time is, yeah, incredible. Cheers to you for being groundbreaking and choosing a pretty awesome uh, stage name as mm-hmm. far as wrestlers go. All right, kids. So we've gone over our favorites and some of our second favorites. Now let's discuss who our least favorite appearances of pop culture Andromeda may be. And I'm happy to start. Yeah, get us going. So my least favorite appearance of Andromeda in pop culture is nothing else but the 1969 book the andromeda strain by (laughs) jurassic park's own Mm -hmm. author michael crichton Mm. so this is a novel i don't know if you're familiar with it or the movie um about an extraterrestrial disease virus bacteria that gets uh found on earth and they have to stop its spread before it uh uh you know infects and kills everybody this book what really i didn't like about it was uh it's a little bit too real a little bit Mm. too really Mm -hmm. really real uh extraterrestrial disease uh Mm. contagion that gets loose and kills everybody um that seems highly plausible (laughs) (laughs) um how about you what was your least favorite appearance of andromeda well, I also, it, uh, Andromeda Strain was on my list. I hadn't read it, but Michael Crichton, a person that as they got older, just, ooh, yikesies. Could have done well, without some of that he doesn't believe in climate commentary. change, and he doesn't right. believe in global warming. So so that was sort of on my list for that reason. Um, what I ended up going with, I have like a secondary least favorite that, you know, I don't actually know if it's my least favorite, but my true least favorite is the Andromeda-class attack cargo ships. Yes, I was Did just you... reading about those. I mean, I, yeah, it's, um, it's designed to be in war i don't like their use of andromeda here they've sullied the andromeda name as far as i'm concerned i mean to be fair it did introduce us to the phrase attack cargo ship which will probably haunt us for for a while now but yeah besides that i can see why that one uh struck a chord with you as a least favorite do you have if they uh... call this the aries class Mm -hmm. attack cargo ship i'd be like okay okay well, I did see they have an Artemis class attack cargo mm-hmm. ship. How mm-hmm. did that make you feel? I, I would prefer Andromeda. Athena, but I'd pref- prefer Athena. That's why we I have do notes. this pod. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of notes. I think that's a great one. I mean, do you have any other Andromeda things that you found 
hit the least favorite nerve? We we did actually talk about this one already. We couldn't contain ourselves when we discovered this. So it is the Andromeda TV series based on material written by Gene Roddenberry. It aired from 2000 to 2005. It stars Kevin Sorbo, another person who as they've aged, hmm. And... Yeah, well, he, he certainly <laughs> thinks he's smarter than everyone else. So I got to give him credit for that level of confidence. So... It's a space opera, so I'm like kind of interested and we're going to watch it and uh, do a report back. I think we'll be able to offer some critical feedback. We'll see how it has aged. Will it be a lauding praise? Will it be shaken head disappointment? We don't know yet. So that one's on my like, eh. But did you have any other least favorites before we uh, take over this brand? I did. One was a painting actually. Uh, again, uh, broad pop culture. Mm -hmm. I said it to mm -hmm. you. It's uh, Andromeda Chain to the Rocks by Rembrandt. Oh, oh yeah. Woo-wee. Wow. Rembrandt <laughs> really. Woo. Oh. I'm glad you didn't forget. Yeah. Uh, I, I said it I, I to you. I don't think anyone uh, forget that. <laughs> about a month ago. Uh, my but dream. I've been saving it ever since then for this segment. Yes. You know, this picture alone required me to like reinvestigate his entire catalog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. This picture, this picture is... <laughs> I'm opening it again so I can look at it. To me, it's like some 17th century like, like horror film. <laughs> his depiction of Andromeda, her face, it, it looks like she's been transformed into a potato and then... <laughs> like just subjected to decades of torture but this is one of the works of fine art that involve andromeda mm -hmm. seek out yourself if that description seemed like something that you're excited about if you have uh, any other descriptions of uh this work I i'd love to hear them get most of the paintings fine and then once you look at the face and then you zoom in on the face you're like agony what yeah, like what happened here? Like yeah. for some reason she looks a million years she old. Looks, <laughs> she looks she has the body of like a twenty-five-year-old and the face of like a ninety-five-year-old. It's and then I can't tell what's happening with her hair. Like I'm like, what is the hair behind you? I'm not sure. I think it is supposed to be behind her, but the way that it's painted is just a little bit weird. There's something weird going on around her shoulders because like her arms are above her head. She's chained obviously to the rock. And there's something that just does not, it's maybe this is just not his best work. All right, Kit, we've traveled 500 years and back of Andromeda references. Now let's talk about what we wish we could add mm -hmm. to the Andromeda canon. I think it's time for you to start. Would you like to tell me what you wish existed with the Andromeda brand? Yeah, so I tried this one out with Bop, and he did not instantly get it, but I still think it's really good. So I'm going to try again. Uh, I'm going to stick with it and um, propose it here. I'd like to propose Andromeda in Chains, which okay. is a Alice in Chains cover band. Wow. I love it so far. <laughs> this is really, really good. And, um, you know, uh, some popular songs. Instead of uh, Man in a Box, it's now going to be about Zeus in a Box. 
instead yep. of down down in a hole, it's Hera in a hole. Mm-hmm. And rotten apple is it can say rotten apple, but now it's about the golden apple. Perfect. And well, I want to caveat this by saying I I don't know anything really about Allison Chains. So well, I mean they're a, a grunge band from the nineties. Yeah. Um, in, in your reenvisioning of uh, Andromeda and Chains, is there uh, is it all female? Uh, yeah. band members. Okay, great. Totally. Cause I have yep. seen like femme Zeppelin where they Ooh. do things like that. And, uh, always a nice way to sort of reappropriate this like hyper masculine mm-hmm. genre. So what did you come up with for your wish for Jordan? It's called Andromeda on the rock. Oh, it is a mixed drink. Yeah. Yes. Andromeda mm-hmm. on the rocks. Of course you got the rocks and then you have gin Uh ginger ale (laughs) and that's it i believe that's actually called a gin gin oh oh for now it's (laughs) called andromeda on the rock andromeda on the rock seems like something that should be served at mythos the restaurant in islands of adventure it sounds delicious except if it's gin i probably won't like it but it's a perfect name well kit it's only a matter of time before one of our wishes comes true This has been Kit and Jordan, sisters, lovers of stars and stories, and we'll see you next week on Starry Time.